Hello there. This is Kira from the Irish Herbalist talking to you today about something that is very common around this time of the year, and that's hay fever and allergic rhinitis. It's great that the weather is changing, it's lovely and warm, but unfortunately the arrival of the sun often hails the arrival of the hay fever season. So we find that a lot of people who are prone to hay fever often check the weather forecast for updates on the pollen count and stock up on tissues. So I just want to go through what exactly hay fever is, what the symptoms are, causes, uh, be that lifestyle or certain foods, and then the treatment, looking in particular at diet, lifestyle, style and the herbs that you can use. So first of all, hay fever is typically when somebody gets swollen eyes, can get a streaming nose and a face feels like it's completely stuffed with cotton wool. People tend to have a genetic tendency to develop it and they have an increased sensitivity to foreign proteins such as pollen. So when pollen is first encountered, the immune system produces certain antibodies such as IgE and they tend to adhere to the cells in the mucous membrane lining of the respiratory tract. You know, subsequent contact with the same pollen causes an immediate reaction stimulating the body to release some histamine and then the histamine causes the blood vessels in the nose to swell and to become congested, leading to the symptoms that people suffer. The causes are, I, I find with people, that there can be a genetic tendency towards it. They may also um, have other sensitivities to other environmental agents and uh, they may suffer from allergic rhinitis. And quite often there is a family history of eczema or asthma. And sadly, some people are affected with hay fever, asthma and eczema all at the same time. I know from my work as a herbalist, I use iridology, which looks at the iris of a person's eyes to see if uh, see their strengths and weaknesses. That quite a lot of the time they may have congestion in the lymphatic system or they may also have weak digestion. And in particular, the stomach area can be quite acidic or the liver may not be functioning properly. So to treat a person effectively, I would have to do a full consultation, taking into account their family history, their diet, their lifestyle, and have a look at their iris picture and then make a herbal formula for them and give them the relevant dietary advice. So the advice that I'm giving you here today is just general advice. We know that, as I said, there is a genetic tendency towards it. Some people may have asthma and eczema from childhood. Uh, there are certain foods that certainly can cause problems and they would be dairy, which can be quite mucus forming and also wheat and processed foods and wine. So uh, the treatment, the orthodox treatment of uh, hay fever is usually the treat uh, is usually using antihistamines in either tablet form or they can people are recommended to use nasal sprays sprays which can reduce inflammation and mucus formation. But when I treat them I look at the whole person try to find out what the main cause of the problem is and I will look at their diet and take a dietary assessment and also have a look at their lifestyle. With regards to diet, uh, we talked before um, about, you know, that dairy is a huge culprit. It's a mucus forming. So too is wheat and other refined carbohydrates. Fatty foods as well can cause problems, but mainly from the dairy uh, family as, again, they 
increase mucus formation. But all kind of things like uh, rice and pasta, white rice and pasta can cause irritation in the mucous membranes. First thing to do is to make sure that you are well hydrated, that you're drinking plenty of water. And some of the herbs that I mentioned later on can be taken in tea form, which are very, very good too. Using brown rice instead of refined white rice or wholemeal pasta and whole grains and brown bread. Eating lots of uh, greens and seeds and nuts. Plenty of omega-3 acids, fats, fatty acids. So hemp and, and flaxseed are good examples of this. And then looking at your lifestyle, is there any particular stress uh, that contributes to increase release of histamine um, and trying to address that as well. And also getting plenty of gentle exercise is important. So the herbs that I use are mainly anti-catarrhal herbs. So they herbs, so they, they dry up the mucus secretions and ones such as elderflower and eyebright and plantain or a few of them. And of course, it's interesting that the season for hay fever is the season that these herbs are abundant in our countryside and along the hedgerows. So um, some of these plants uh, help to reduce a person's sensitivity to allergens um, in the first place. So as I said, elderflower and eyebright, but also chamomile and nettles are very, very good and, and echinacea. So the trick is to take them on a regular basis. And if you are a sufferer of hay fever or allergic rhinitis, you should take them before the start of the hay fever season, you know, to build up your strength and resistance to the pollen and take them, you know, throughout the entire hay fever season. Other herbs that I like to use are chamomile and um, it's also a very gentle relaxant because as we all know, people with hay fever and constant sneezing and that can make the person quite irritable. Um, eye bright, as the herb suggests, is very good for the eyes and it um, helps any eye problems with the irritation and soothing of it. Nettles are everywhere at the moment and I just love nettles. It can be taken in tea, you can make a soup out of it or I can use it in tincture form in a formula. And it's very good for any kind of irritation and also for skin uh, conditions too. But a great herb is echinacea and it's particularly useful if there is a superimposed infection. So usually you can tell if the catarrh is yellow or green or if you're getting re- recurrent respiratory, upper respiratory tract infections, echinacea is a key herb to use. I also found throughout my practice uh, treating people with uh, hay fever that quite often their digestion can be weak, their stomach can be quite acidic or their liver can be uh, congested and not working very well. So And then, of course, number one is the bowels. So I ensure that the person is not constipated, that their bowels are moving well, that their stomach isn't inflamed. And if it is, I'll give herbs to help reduce inflammation like slippery elm, marshmallow or um, meadowsweet. But also liver herbs are really, really important because the liver is an organ that is greatly involved in immune system activity. So my favourite herbs, liver herbs, really would be 
dandelion root, artichoke and milk thistle. So I'll always make sure to put one of those into a formula. So uh, hopefully this information that I've given you is helpful for those of you who suffer or you may know somebody who does suffer with hay fever and you can send this podcast on to them. And that uh, hopefully you'll find that over time with the dietary measures and the herbs that I've mentioned will help reduce the sensitivity to pollen and uh, increase your the person's resistance to it. So I hope you enjoyed my podcast. Tune in next week where I will be talking about the wonderful dandelion. Until then, thank you very much for listening. Bye bye.